Hey folks, this is LB from Golf DMV. As many of you know, I've had neck and lower back issues for a while, but I found a chiropractor who's been able to keep me in the game. Her name is Dr. Smith at Cache Sport and Spine. She's conveniently located in Silver Spring, Maryland, just outside the Beltway. Dr. Smith has made a huge difference in my flexibility and pain management. If you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor and contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693 or online at CacheSportSpine.com the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. Welcome back to Golf DMV, the podcast talking about golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. This is a very special Golf DMV, ladies and gentlemen, because we, uh, well, actually, you know what? I don't know how special it is. Every single show is special. I was going to say it's special because we all got out to play golf recently, but the truth is Vern's played and so has LB. I'm the only one who hasn't been playing because of COVID-19. So um, I got out to play and a big group. I mean, Rick McCormick was out with us. Glenn was out. Um, uh, Aaron was out. Uh, Charles was out. Our VH contingency yep. showed up big. We'll talk about that. It was a big, it was a birthday situation for Lawrence Brooks. And so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, coming up. But first, we had live golf um, PGA guys, Roy McElroy, uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, Ricky Fowler, and Matt Wolf uh, in the Skins game at Seminole. Did either of you guys get a chance to watch a lot of it? I watched just about every single shot. I was so thirsty for live professional Wow. Golf. Like, I literally I, – I taped I, – you know, you could do the DVR or, you know, with Comcast, you just hit Xfinity, right. hit record or whatever. So I recorded it, and then we had this drive-by birthday thing for um, a friend of mine's mom. Um, well, actually, I guess the mom is more of a friend of mine than the daughter. But anyway, we had this birthday thing. And so I, I watched it on the phone as we're driving down the highway to get to the house. We're honking horns. Happy birthday. I'm looking at the phone to get back home. I didn't miss one shot of this thing. I watched wow. it. I, it was, there was a lot of stuff about it. And we'll come to you guys in a second that I like that had nothing to do with, like, golf in general, right? The okay. first thing was the fact that for this exhibition, you know, the guys were wearing shorts. I saw they, they Right. You know, they were wearing shorts. They were chilling. They were relaxing. And I'm a person who just recently, as of last season, have found joy in wearing shorts when it's 95, 100 degrees outside. Because when we were in Orlando, <laughs> I played around in some shorts. The hottest day down there, I had shorts on. Yeah. I enjoy wearing And before, I used to never do that. The pros of wearing pants, I'm wearing pants. I like to wear shorts now. So it was cool to see that. <laughs> Number two, they were carrying their own bags. And um, Dustin Johnson made a comment. He said, I don't remember the last time I carried my own bag. I must have been like a teenager or something. And, but it was cool. Roy had one of those smaller bags, the lightweight kind of bag. Yeah, carried, but, yeah. you know, Ricky had one with, you know, with the little kickstands and stuff like that. So that was kind of different to see them carry their own bags. They were using range finders. Uh, you know, on tour, mm-hmm. uh, the tour events, they can't use those. But outside, right. they were using the range finders. So it made them look like us. when they, You know right. what I mean? Just a little more normal. And then they had the playoff hole. To go back to the playoff hole, they all put their strapped their bags on the carts and they drove the cart back to the playoff hole. And so it was just it was just it was really cool for me to see these guys who are on tour play in a way that resembles kind of like what we do. And I mm-hmm. and, and it was also with the fact that I was just super just thirsty for it, and uh, I enjoyed seeing that more laid back style. What, what about you guys? Who's going first? Uh, LB, you saw more of it than I did, so I'll, I'll round it out. Okay. So I watched up until I watched. I think it was the eighth hole. Uh, I watched and I was, and I stopped then. And I'll tell you, I'll get to why I stopped first. <laughs> well, last, but then I'll go back to the beginning. So the shorts and stuff, I, I you know, I couldn't care less about their attire. What I, what the things that these are the things I did not like about it. 
Okay. I did not. I, I did not like they did. But I, did, that, I don't like that LB would start with the things he did. I, of course, that's why I laughed. That's why I laughed. Like, Carlos was like, oh, look at all this. Look at this. It's back in sports and joy. Let me tell you why this sucks. <laughs> you know, I'm Mr. Negative. I got to keep keep the momentum going. Yeah, I got you. Um, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the – I did not like the laid-back atmosphere of it, to be really? honest with you. I, I didn't like, you know, when they would make a putt or make a good, a good shot – you know, there was nobody cheering. I really missed. I really missed the fans at the event. Okay, um, and the laid back part of it, while I guess in some way it was cool for me, uh, it, it was uh, other than the quality of their shots. It was like watching four regular guys play golf. Right. And <laughs> and honestly, who wants to do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm gonna watch somebody, I want to see some see some pro pro quality type golf and maybe because they because i think i heard one of them say that uh i think dj said that he hadn't swung a club until the, like the day before they did their their practice right <laughs> yeah now. i, I did see that in the highlight. Too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right well that is dj too but yeah so 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 the golf itself initially from what i saw wasn't all that spectacular you know what i mean right. not to what i would expect from these from this particular crew i did like when matt wolf on oh, i think i I think it was maybe hole three or four. Mm-hmm. He was all over the place. He got caught in the sand, <laughs> and then he couldn't get out the sand, and he hit it again, and it was, yeah. and it went thirty yards. I'm like, see, now that part I did kind of enjoy because it reminded me of myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he struggled to get out too. I think yes, the he second, did. Uh, the second shot he hit when he was in in that sand crap or whatever, mm-hmm. he hit it maybe thirty yards in front of where he was. Like he hit it, and it mm-hmm. kind of went thirty yards into the stream left. And I was like, yep, yep seen that before. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've seen that on more than one occasion. Um, so some of the some of that part I did like. Now, the course itself, I'd heard all this stuff, you know, this mythical stuff about Seminole being such a beautiful course and this and that and the other. Maybe it was because of the camera angles that they had or whatever. <laughs> there was nothing about it to me that said spectacular, other than the I'll- fact that it's mm-hmm. on the coast. Okay. Right. I was literally expecting to see this majestic yes. mecca of Florida golf. And honestly, it looked to me like two of the courses we played in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a little regular. Yes. Nothing about it said spectacular to me, other than the fact it's on the on the ocean. Yeah. Um, I was like you, Claude. I was expecting again. I had never seen any pictures of it. I only heard about it. I was expecting. Uh, Augusta type you, atmosphere. So, something so, something that looks so exclusive that looks like you couldn't play there. That's something right. that looks so and, perfect. Where it's and, like, oh, there's no way I could yes. get on that course. Yeah, this was right. like, yeah. I got that up the street. Yeah, exactly. I got wasteland everywhere in Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every course looks like that. So the, the course itself, again, I maybe it was the camera angles or or me just not knowing what I'm looking at, but it didn't, it, it just didn't impress me, the course itself. Right, not bad, um, just you were expecting more. I was expecting more. Absolutely. Okay. You know, and it's funny you say that too, because you know, you talk about the camera angles. You know, our buddy Lamar had played Tory Pines before, and he said, you know, you don't really get to the sense of the course's beauty mm-hmm. because you can't see the wide angles the way the camera does on television. So you're there, and yes, it's a beautiful course, but 
beautiful in a different way than what you see on television. Right. So maybe right. this is the exact opposite. You have to be there to appreciate how good the court is. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. on television, yeah. just, maybe television doesn't do it justice. I don't know. But like you said, I wasn't impressed based on all the stuff I was hearing about. It, it was like, uh, this, this, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So the, other, the, the other two points I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that I, that I didn't, that, you know, I, I, again, it's a national telecast. I expect a little bit more. But some of the technology issues they had, with uh, like when Tariko was talking to Bill Murray, oh, that you know, was the worst. That was wasn't the worst. it. Oh, that oh. was terrible, terrible. You got Bill, and I and I understand Bill said this was the first time he'd ever used Skype or whatever, <laughs> whatever they were using. Mm-hmm. One, I find it hard to believe. Um, secondly, uh, when he had his, it's almost like he on purpose had his camera tilted to the side like he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all, we adults here. Come on, man. That sounds like that sounds like Bill. Yeah, well, right. and with the delay, right. they were stepping over each other a lot. Exactly. And, and it was real awkward. And it went on, Vern, for like eight minutes. And honestly, yes. after the first minute, and I work in media, if I were the producer, I would have stopped it right then and there. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we're cutting it through. Mike, we're cutting it. Go yep. back to action. And then I would have just talked to Mr. Murray, and I would have told him, listen, it's not working out. You know, maybe we yep. can record something during a commercial break and air it back. You know what I mean? Right, during right, the right. later part of the broadcast. Where we they let it go? Like a, yeah, they did. They did the whole thing. Yeah, we could do like a voiceover and then still show some action. But they just went with the whole thing. And that was crazy. But that wasn't the worst interview they did because well, the president of the United States did. No, 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 no. Let, let me. So <laughs> I got one more and then we'll get to, we'll get to that okay, climb. Yeah, yeah, this, this is what I've been seeing on my news timeline, man. Okay. All right. right. Yeah, <laughs> tell, me, so tell me about it. The, the other technology issue, and then we'll, I'll get to you, the other part. So when Sands and I guess the guy's name is Dunn was talking, uh, I don't know what they were talking about. The half of it, they were talking. You couldn't even, they were talking. You could see the lips moving, but there wasn't no words coming out. You couldn't hear anything. <laughs> that was another technology issue. Right, and it, yeah. again, it just seems to me, you, you are NBC, you all got all these bazillions of dollars. Right. Your technology should have been a well, little tighter. And, tighter and you knew that. this was, you knew this tournament was coming. Exactly. Yeah. And, by the, and by the way, you guys broadcast golf. You do this right. normally. Well, and you, exactly. And you have, and you have a shortened or, or um, you don't have as many elements working. You've got one group that you're following. So you don't have mm-hmm. all the other things that you normally do. And it's not like there's a situation on like, you know, local news or even cable news where there's a Zoom situation with an anchor at home and someone in the studio and right. someone in the field. Like you're using the normal equipment that you usually use when, when doing this thing. Right, right. So here's my final point, and then Claude or Vern, you or both of you can chime in, and, and I'm I'm done with this tournament. Um, <laughs> so I'm watching it, and I was bored out of my mind, to be honest with you, because that's the only reason I was watching because I, I was debating between going to the range and watching this, but I figured, well, you know, we're going to talk about it, so let me watch it. And uh, I watched it up. I watched all the way up until Tariko said, "We have a special guest in the White House." Oh yeah. He, when he said that, I grabbed my remote and clicked. <laughs> Cause I don't want to hear nothing that Clown got to say. And I was done and I didn't and I did not turn the program back on again from yeah. that point forward. So you know what? It's I, funny you say that. And I'm and I'm gonna come to you to you run after after this. But you mm-hmm. know, I you know, we talk golf, we talk life, we talk everything that's going on, but for the most part we keep kind of away from some of the political stuff or whatever, you know, for the most part we do. Um, But I just got to say this, that 
for whatever reason, literally almost ruined the event for me. I was so close to exactly what LB said. At that moment, I was driving down, well, my wife was driving down to our friend's house with a little drive-by birthday thing, but I'm watching it on the phone and got the audio up. The moment I saw that, I turned it down. I just turned it all the way down. And because it had his picture on the screen, I put the phone down. I didn't even want to hear or see anything that was going on. I just kept checking down to see when he was done. Right. Once he was done, I turned it back up. But it, 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 it ruined the event because Roy McElroy said it best in his critique mm-hmm. of the president, yep. where it's like, he's the only one who looks at this as a competition and like downing other people in other countries about what's happening. Like everyone else is just trying to do things for the public health. And you're polarizing the stuff and the things that you say, and you're handling it wrong. You know, you know what I mean? Right. And um, and 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 to me, for this to be an event, first live golf event or first live sporting event in a while, for the most part, out of, the, out of some of the major sports, but then to raise money for people who are fighting this thing, right. you bring somebody on who, for weeks, said this is not a big deal. Right. Like, how do you? <laughs> How do you do that? For weeks, he's been saying it's not a big deal and it's no problem. So right. why are you even bringing him on if he says it's no no big deal, no problem? And I get it. You know, he's tied into golf courses and all this other kind of stuff. But it was just it was it was a bad look to me from NBC to even have him on. I just I mean, and I get that it, you know because of the office and if they if he says he, whether he wanted to come on and I don't know how it all worked out. Right. But that was like he should they should have kept him away. I love when they brought John Rahm in for an interview like. Interview other golfers. Bring yeah. other guys in. Talk to Brooks. Ka- well, Brooks probably wouldn't talk to anybody. Bring no. somebody else on. Bring somebody <laughs> else who would talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to your point, Claude, really quick. I think I think that's the easiest thing. To again, who who knows how it happened? Because I wouldn't be surprised if he like called Jeff Zucker. Or, I don't know. That's probably not even the president. Whoever the, the NBC president is, like I'm oh, coming on, and it's just like mm-hmm. nothing you can do. But yeah, if I had any veto power at all in the company, it's like no, this is a charitable thing this right. is the easiest thing for people to agree on because we're helping first responders we'll interview other golfers and the one i was thinking about was like get get uh oh, where were they playing florida get a get a uh, a fireman or a chief of police on or some yeah. a, a first responder on and mm-hmm. you know tell us about your connection to golf and blah 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 easiest thing in the world to root for as soon as you bring him in it's it, like you said lb turns it off and the other guys mm-hmm. cheer and uh and if i can say too real quick i haven't looked at any of the um reaction but when i heard about rory's uh, comments earlier in the week about like yeah mm-hmm. I don't want to play the president I told I told my wife I was and we talked about this before like you know just like when Brooks said in the GQ piece that he he went out of his way not to criticize anybody mm-hmm. golf being a conservative sport that it is um you don't stand and win it like what Rory did I I, I applaud you bro because you don't oh, stand and win anything because he 100 yep. percent could have played it if he's you know I'm sure there's other guys that maybe feel the same way not as many in golf but. Mm-hmm. Um, the easy thing to do is be like, well, you know, he's a president and you know, got respect and blah, 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 and this and that, and I don't want any heat, don't come to me, and hide your your true opinion. Mm-hmm. So for him, he really stepped out there. I don't think, I can't, yeah. I mean, people listen to the show who probably watch PGA, you should understand, it, it would be like in the NBA, like you said, you know, I don't know, LeBron coming up, you know, Trump's not such a bad guy or something. Right. The, the, bleep, the bleep storm that he would get or whatever, yeah, right. it's, the, it's the inverse, it's the inverse in PGA because it's so conservative, so um Props to him for doing that. I don't even want to look at any of the fallout, or any of the comments, or any of the story, because mm-hmm. I'm sure he's getting it from both sides. On one side, uh, they, they're praising him as a revolutionary, and uh-huh. now he's now he's a member of the Black Panther Party. And then right. on right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then on the other side, 
they're blaming him for you know everything from uh, you know Hillary Gate and everything else, and now he's COVID nineteen. Like, he, yeah. <laughs> and I'll this last thing I'll say that I get to the tournament. I told Keith, I said, uh, I told my wife, for you guys that don't know, I was like, you know, this is I said Roy's gonna see real quick. He's like, uh, he's gonna have a lot of. He's got a lot of black friends real quick because he's going right. to all the hate that comes out. The stuff that's going to get the stuff that's going to get leveled out of him. Be like, wow, what is all this race stuff coming into it? You're with us right. now. you right. see. Right. Yeah. Right. One of us. One of us. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I will say this, Vern, before you get some stuff with the tournament, it was interesting to me because they asked the president about that comment. And, and so I was checking in to see if he was done, and he wasn't. I said, you know, Roy McIlroy said, and I started to turn it down. He kind of chuckled a little bit and said, you know, well, people are asking these questions, and, you know, of course I'd like to play with them. And I just turned it all the way down. Like, you know, uh, but I, he, I, that was my, my he didn't slam. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yo, go ahead. I said, from what I heard, he didn't slam him. Okay. From what, from what, okay. From that, 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 I heard. that was my fear that, like, basically, because when he said it, I was like, oh, Roy, I feel bad for you, brother. You with us now because he's going to get on the horse and, and send all the mm-hmm. homies after you, like, oh, Roy McElroy, whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah. So that's that's interesting that he, that Trump sidestepped that. So there must be some reason behind that or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah props to you. So as for the tournament, I only got to watch some highlights because I was busy doing some other stuff. But um, I'm in between you and LB in terms of, so I, actually kind of like the laid back atmosphere, but I understand what LB says about there not being stakes. I think that's what you were trying to say, LB, is that yeah. there, the stakes weren't high enough. Yeah, at least not sh- for them. I mean, right. because it's all for charity. They're out there yeah. just acting it up. You know what I mean? Right. And again, <laughs> just the quality of what I saw. I mean, there was some good shots there. They were. It was Roy made here and there. Out the bunker, yeah. yeah, Roy, even Fowler made some, some good iron, some good iron oh, play. Right. But then he was missing the was in the middle of the tournament. Yeah. Did he? Okay, that was after yeah. I had helped. Yeah, after the tournament, yeah. Yeah. He had like four yeah. birdies in a row. He was killing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Now Matt, the what that I what I did see, Matt Wolf was some trash. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's you know what? This gets to one of my points. As I was when I first heard about this, it was like, okay, it's gonna be Roy McIlroy, Dustin Johnson. They're like, okay, Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf. I'm thinking. This seems a little uneven. Right, you know it seemed like, lopsided. <laughs> exactly. I thought the same thing too. Because I mean, I know I know Matt is on a tour. But Matt, you can't put his name in those other three guys. They different yeah, categories. Yeah, this was his rookie mean? year, I think, right? This is uh, uh, second, yeah, that, or, or second year. Second year. Second year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was highly touted coming out of Oklahoma State, and so maybe yeah. that's the Ricky Fowler connection. But even with Ricky Fowler, so I mean, you look at Roy McIlroy. He's the number one player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Justin Johnson's number five. Ricky right. Fowler is not in the top like, ten. That's what I was and thinking. He, he got to be like 17, 19, something like that. Right, and neither is obviously Matt Wolf, and so I'm like, mm-hmm. why in the world would like I could see them doing a McElroy and Wolf against DJ exactly. Ricky or something else, but then I'm thinking, well, why come Justin Thomas isn't in it, or maybe that's, right. that's what I thought was going to be going to do it, but even a Patrick Reed or Webb, mm-hmm. well, like someone in the top ten, well, nobody nobody would have paid with Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Patrick Reed would have Patrick Reed would have been out there playing two balls against two different exactly. players. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? That little jerk would have won too. He would have won. <laughs> he would have won too. Um, yeah. But I was thinking there were so many other players they could have did. But maybe it was a Taylor Made thing because it wasn't. It's a Taylor Made event, so maybe yeah. sponsored by Taylor Made situation. You know, I don't know, but I just felt like it was unevenly matched. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because Taylor Made has Jason Day and uh, John Rom. Right. Those That's two I know one. are Taylor Made. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I wish John Rom could have done it. I mean, you know, he's world number two. You know, it just, it was just, it was just, it, it felt like they were une- unevenly matched. Now, um, I will say this: Matt Wolf um, was driving the heck out of the ball when he could yeah. keep mm-hmm. it in play. 
I mean, right. he had, he, I think the two holes that they did the long drive competition, of course, for charity, he mm. won both of those holes. Um, I think oh, on okay. two, on two, he hit it 356. Yeah. And it might have been 14 or 15. He hit it 368. There we go. Jeez. And I'm just like, good, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> if I get 225, I'm like, yeah, I crushed it. <laughs> Three sixty-eight, like, and he's from the tenth. If I'm going two twenty-five from the from forties, I mean, he you're it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know where that power comes from? That power comes from that uh that handlebar mustache. No, that handlebar mustache. Oh, the twitch. Yeah, that's out, what it is. I saw okay. that. I was like, yeah, this is what I want. More of this uh -huh. on the tour. I want right, more of right. this. <laughs> but you know, at one point, I looked at him and I looked at Ricky with that with that with that little mustache, and I thought about uh, that. It was that uh. Was it Ron Mexico or Joe Mexico? They was calling uh, who was that they was making fun of? They was calling Ron Mexico or the, the oh, star name. No, with uh, was it him or was it Ricky? Then they called Ricky some kind of uh, porn star name for a while. Oh, but he had, he had the mustache. mustache. Yeah, yes, they did. Yeah. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was liking the handle. I was like the throwback to the seventies. I like Matt Wolf just because he's a student of George Gankus, and we talked about mm. the connection there. Um, and I think, you know, as he won, I think, last year, his first tournament he in did. Houston. He did. Yeah. yeah. So, um, first year on tour. But, uh, but I'm with you. About Genghis, he, he, that's where he gets that hip thing, because apparently a, 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 um, a drill that he had him do was to, in his backswing, mimic where you want to finish or before you start your backswing, mimic where you want to finish. Yeah, you would preset. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that little twitch is literally him just going to his finish real quick and then coming back. Mm -hmm. And so we said it helps him so much, he does it before he swings every time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he treat, I think well, he tried – there's a brief period last year where he tried to stop doing it. Like, he just – he stopped doing it or whatever. But I think it's one of those things where I was like, hey, man, golf is – golf is hard. If you did that every time and just, you know, went on a, a run like Tiger or Jack Nicklaus, everyone will be doing it. No one's going to question and say, oh, that's dumb. Yep. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I tell you, if it would help me, I would do it too. Yep. Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Um, so we've got a round that we played. Um, let's before we go back to like last week's round at Rattlewood, let's talk about this week's round at Blue Mash. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll get to this one thing about Blue Mash late because I love Blue Mash. So I don't want to say anything about it. So I'm going to wait for to, to do it. Um, uh, so let's see. Gosh, it was so much that happened. First of all, it was it was LB's birthday. So of course, a big happy birthday from Golf DMV and the whole yep. community to uh, you, uh, LB. Um, we had the VA contingency was out there. Aaron was out. Charles was out. Uh, Rick McCormick was out. Glenn Byrne, myself, and of course, LB. So one thing that was interesting is that we've got to let folks know LB's fashion game when it comes to golf yeah. is like increasing dramatically. People. Spreading his wings. Like, I mean, <laughs> the pants you had on, they were, they were a lighter tone of blue with different colors inside. And the shoes were nice. These Puma I think they were Puma shoes. At least they looked like that, right? Yeah, and yeah. Puma, I was yes. like, man, look, look at, look at our guy here. And yeah. they were a little, they were, they were a little more fitting than, than, than pants were, of days prior. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they fit in like a word, the pants. Yeah, no, in a word, they were tight. Uh, <laughs> they stretch, but they stretched, and yeah. so it gave you plenty of room. You were restricted in in movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, and, but, but I, like I said, when I bought those pants. If I had known when I bought them offline, and they look good in the pictures, right? But if I had known they were as tight as they were when I bought them, no, I would not. not have purchased them. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. But they look good. They look good, though, didn't they, bro? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they, the pants did look good. Glenn even commented. He told him it's like, yo, these pants are pretty dope. Um, I don't think that I don't think they hindered hindered your play any. Uh, I was looking for the plaid joints though, but he said he said he put those back. Yeah, they're coming back. They're coming out. They're coming out this weekend. All right, they're bet. coming out this weekend. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LB was looking good. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was and it was good. So in, in our group, it was Aaron, Vern, Glenn, and myself, and it was cool playing with with with, with a group of brothers who un, who understood the fashion stuff. We talked a little bit about the pants yeah. and the shoes and things like that. You know what I mean? So that was good. That doesn't happen in all the groups that we play in, but it happened in <laughs> you know. And so that 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 that, that was cool. Um, but yeah, Blue Mash. So Blue Mash was in 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 Blue Mash shape. It's always in good shape. Um, the course is always fun to play. Um, like if you heard this show before, you hear us talk about Blue Mash. It's one of our favorite courses. Now I, I will say this. Um, you know what? First of all, before I get to that, let me just say this. And me and Aaron were talking about this. Vern can drive the ball a mile, LD. Okay. <laughs> yes. This dude can drive. Yeah. So hole number eight, he drove the green. Number one. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, and there were so many holes where you just sit here and you watch the setup and you watch that ball leave the hit the hit the club face and it's gone. And Vern, you can drive that ball, man. This dude can drive. Okay, occasionally, and it is uh, it's the only thing I have. Like it's probably the only reason I come out anymore because everything else. <laughs> Everything else is kind of up and down. Sometimes I wish I was playing in tournament style where basically all I had to do was drive and then I could just sit back the rest of the hole and let everybody else finish. Um, I will say, though, because for people who listen to the show, you know that uh, I would drive the ball even back in the day and then just chunk it up and, and F right. it up and completely blow the score. But on, on hole eight, I did make a birdie. So I drove it. Oh, you uh, did? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, I drove it over the backside of the green, made a good um, yeah. a good lag putt, and just tapped in for birdie. So, you right, know, yeah, you know what? That's right. Good reminder. Let me correct that. Vern didn't drive the green. Vern, out, he drove over the green. Over the green, <laughs> yes. In the yes. Over yes. The right, because I, I had just walked off the green right. when we were standing there, and I saw that ball hit and roll. It hit, like, uh, probably right at the front of the green, and it rolled oh, all the way off to the back. Okay. That's when yeah, I, I, sure. I did the, the, the muscle I, I saw you. Yeah. symbol to you. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my dude right there. <laughs> right, right. And so, yeah, Blue Mat, listen, the course is always in great shape. Um, uh, it's always a fun time. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, you got to play. There are several holes where you, where, where you got to strategize. I mean, you, you play every club in the bag. I mean, it's, it's a great course. But I will say this. I, I do believe, I'm starting to believe, especially the weekday early morning rates are way overpriced. Um, I just don't think that it's a it's a ninety something. Uh, I don't think it's an eighty nine dollar course. Okay, well, I mean, but these so, are these are going to come down though, right? My assumption is that all the pl- all the prices we're seeing everywhere are just sort of inflated because of the the pandemic response and the fact that they've been closed. I'm assuming because it was never yeah. that much. It wasn't that much last year, right? During the week. No, no, it wasn't. And yeah. what got me when I first checked in was I when I paid you know it was ninety four dollars, and right. then he said. Do you want range balls with that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, they're not included? Not now. Not not now. Right. And it used to be last year yeah. and yeah. every year and up year up until now, that was included in the price. And it wasn't right. ninety four dollars and it was always included. Right. So now yeah. you've raised the price and now I gotta pay for the small bucket, another five bucks for the range. So mine was it was ninety nine bucks when I got done. Okay. Now right. Again, at ninety at ninety dollars, actually, take me. Let me back up. At seventy dollars plus, right. you should be giving me a small bucket, you know. And it and if and again, we love Blue Mash, and 
Lovely. You know, I'm, I'm, and Joe listens to these sometimes. So, Joe, I'm talking to you. If you're going to charge me, if you just, just, just uh, no, seriously, just make right. the price $99 and include the range balls. Don't make me feel like I'd have paid $90 and now you want another $5 for some range balls. Just put it, just make it $99 and include the range balls. And now I don't have to feel like I'm getting stuck again. You know right. what I mean? Right. Uh, Joe, Joe, this is Vern. Listen to me. Listen, nobody's playing golf. Everybody's thirsty for golf. Charge what you want. Uh, make them pay for range balls. Get your money. Get your money back. I appreciate you not uh, not sending too many complaint emails like Worthy said. Do what you got to No, but again, I, I'm, I agree with you, LB, in principle. I just, if this carries on into next year or like toward the end of the season, once, you know, if everything stabilizes, then we got a, a different thing. But I, I right now I'm just chalking this up to like – because it seems like basically every golf course except the uh, uh, Montgomery County Municipals are like ninety, oh, like uh, 80, price, 80, yeah. 80 to 90 dollars. So I'm just assuming yeah. they're, they, they, they're just yeah. trying to recoup. Yes, I looked today for next weekend's rounds. Right. PB Dial was 94, oh. 95. Worthington is 95. Mm -hmm. uh, Whiskey Creek is 100 and something for the weekend. Right. Um. So I mean, I, I mean, again, I understand that's the rate, but just mm -hmm. just just add it in there, man. Just you know, just make it so easy you, on everybody. It's the, it's the principle you know of like I mean? you want to feel like. I think Aaron said something to that point. Like he said, I don't want to. He said, even if you just raise it up, don't let me feel like like you said, I'm getting hit, getting hit twice. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting hit twice. I already I just gave you ninety five, ninety four dollars, and you want another five dollars? Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> just make it ninety nine and call it even. And yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. I gotta pay extra for something else. You know? Thus concludes the money section. Oh, so real quick though, tell me, <laughs> tell, tell me about, tell me because I, we me and Claude weren't in your group, LB. Tell me about right. the greens. What was your, what was your situation with the greens? Because they were for us, they, they were, were fast. Tough. They were fast yes. and they were cut and in like, these crazy spots. Yes, that's the one thing I talked. To, I was telling because uh, Charles had never played there before. Right. Um. So we were talking about that, and I told him I said. You know, these greens are all this is this is blue mash. You're gonna mm -hmm. get fast greens and all the greens have undulations in them. There are no I don't I don't think there's a flat it's green flat. on the whole course. No. You know what I mean? So every 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 putt's gotta is gonna have a break unless you're eight inches from the cup. It's gonna have some kind of break in it, up or down, left or right or whatever. Um it, it, that's just the way it is. Um I was really pissed that the first par five hole, um, I I hit my first good iron shot. Right. And it hit it hit the green. We couldn't find the ball. Wow. We could not find the ball. So that was enough. I mean, I lost the stroke because we couldn't find my ball. Yeah. Uh -huh. it, it hit that green and it took off. Um, yeah. They were they were very fast and they were very firm. Uh, and again, those undulations. I mean, I hit a like maybe one or two putt with some break in it. Everything else was you know was a two putt at minimum. You know. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. You it, and they were they were cut tough and too. You tap in. Yes. Yeah, yeah yes, they were cut up too. There were a couple where they were on slopes or whatever. I know Aaron used mm -hmm. to talk about the speed. Aaron hit the like the front of the green, almost like my drive. He hit the front of the green a couple mm -hmm. times with a good iron shot. Then we get up there and it's in the back fringe. He's got to like mm -hmm. chip or tap and put everything else or whatever. Right. Notice uh, how, he, how he slid in there. Almost like my drive where I hit the front of the green and it rolled. But that was a hell of a shot because that's a dog leg left. I that's mean, you got to come up. You got to turn that thing. Right. Yeah, man. Right. That and was all, a beautiful only, shot. Yeah. The only other reason I said that is because my irons are trash that year. So that was literally the only time I made it. <laughs> you know, there was one time. There was one time where we drove in the fairway and we found two balls and Aaron stayed in the cart 
And he said something, and man, me and Vernon laughing. We were walking to the ball. And was like, so whose ball is this? Aaron was like, no, mine's up here, way up here. And he was like, oh, he did. He said, oh, mine's the one all the way up there. <laughs> yeah, mine's mine, mine's all the way up here. Now I will say this: as a point of pride, LB, there were two. There were two tee shots where I drove further than Vern he on did. the fairway. Ooh. We were both in the fairway. Hey, and, and let me tell. Hey, let me tell you, LB, be modest, because one of them, like normally, this will happen with me. It'll be sometimes it'll be like a few feet or something, but we laugh and make a joke. Clark, <laughs> God, be like, well, like 35 yards one time. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I gotta be honest, it was the best drive I ever hit in my life. Like, I mean, it started out left, started to draw back a little bit, and uh-huh. you know, roll and roll and roll. It was, it, was, it was like this sharp, low line drive. It was, it was a really good drive. I told Claude that I was play, playing strategic, so I drove mine where I wanted it to be. And <laughs> you playing to a yardage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, and then, and then I'm trying to, and there was two holes that that happened, and then I think it might have been 16, that long car four that kind of goes yeah. left, where Vern just crushed the drive. And he was like, uh-huh. I'll drive that. Claude had already hit, so I asked Claude, I was like, hey, you want to try again? Tee it up again. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the ball. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man yeah. So, Vern, I'm assuming you and Glenn had talked or something, at least when you guys were riding together. Did he have fun? Did he enjoy Blue Mash? Oh, yeah. He played there once before, but um, – yeah, he played there. I think it was his second round or whatever. I took him and our my um, cousin in law Julius out there, cousin Julius, and um, yeah, he had a good time there the first time, but he really enjoyed it the second time. His game was much better because uh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. He was hitting the ball, striking the ball really pure once he put the driver away and stuff. So yeah, he had he had fun. He was he was happy to be out there to celebrate LB's birthday or whatever. And, and let me say this too, and then and we'll move to LB's round at, at Rattlewood on Mother's Day. Um, you know, and Aaron alluded to this a little bit when we were talking. It's really good when you can play around a golf with just really cool dudes or, and women. You know what I mean? Just when your group is fun to be around. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And I was thinking about that Saturday when we got when I got home. I, I'm trying to get all sentimental, but I mean, like, I was just thinking about, man, Glenn, such a good guy. Aaron, who we met from listening to the podcast. You know, we'll play with anybody who listens to the show. We play with Gary Boston, uh, uh, you know, Jerry Boston. We'll play with listeners, but, I mean, Aaron, cool guy. Vern. I mean, we talk about the Brown guys. Vern's great. Coach B, and he got LB, and then Rick was out, and Charles. Yeah. I mean, well, just, yeah, except, except for Rick. <laughs> Rick's a nice guy. <laughs> no, no, Rick, Rick's a good guy. And the day, uh, Sunday the 17th, is Rick's birthday. So oh, happy, nice. fifth, happy 50th birthday to Rick McCormick. Yeah. And so, oh, wait, today we're recording. This is the 17th. This is his birthday yeah. today? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. I'll send him a text yeah. when we're done. Yeah, send him um, a text. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, Charles was out there. He had his Windex bottle spraying his right. club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let me tell you something about, about Charles. So so he was going to ride with uh, Coach B up here, but then, you know, something came up and Coach B couldn't make it. So Charles came up by himself. So when we were, we were on the round, doing the round, we were talking, and we got to talking about the price. He said, yeah, if I had known it was $94, I don't, I don't know if I would have made it. So he didn't tell him. <laughs> no, Coach B didn't tell him it was ninety four dollars. The more we talked, I said, but I said, but it is my birthday, so you actually came here to celebrate my birthday. He said, Oh, oh, okay, well then, okay, then it's fine then. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine then. It's too late. If he right. told them that ahead of time, he still would have been like, "Happy birthday! I'm not coming." Exactly. <laughs> Send me a text and done with it. Yeah, happy birthday! Get a twenty-five dollar cash app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 
But yeah, man, I was like, yo, I mean, you played with some really, really, really yeah. cool guys. That's what's up. One last thing about that round is mm-hmm. Vern was playing with his third string set or his backup set. Um, now, why he was playing with that set, I'll let him explain to you guys why he was playing uh, with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so uh, yeah, the, uh, if we go back to the Orlando trip, when we got back, uh, pulled the Nissan in, you know, right as we're getting back is when this whole COVID thing is jumping off. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, we got a couple, we have two cars in the house, we're fortunate. So I pulled the Nissan into the sort of visitor space outside of my townhome and left it there. And it, did, it hasn't moved since March 15th or whenever we got back. Now, I've been in it a couple of times. I went out like a few days and to do stuff, but everything else I was taking the other car. So um, consequently, the battery died, right? And then <laughs> and I'd known for a while. So here's the thing. The battery dies. It's got pollen dust and cobwebs on it. Uh, the, the, the tire goes down. And Keisha, war- Keisha war- one of the tires has a slow leak, apparently. She, Keisha warns me, say, hey, man, you got to remember, like the HOA people come around and they look for cars that either look dilapidated or have a, a registration expired and they'll put a sticker uh-huh. on there like yo we finna tow this do something right. so she keeps she tells me i'm like yeah i'll get out there i'll get out there then this round this round comes up for the weekend i finally get to go play golf and i'm like oh i need to get my clubs out the trunk so i <laughs> i am out there unsuccessfully the first day i am out there like with a coat hanger trying to just jimmy it open not knowing that the lock goes the horizontal it's not going to work coat hangers not going to work so i do some internet research and i'm trying to like pry the door open I'm doing everything I can just to get the golf clubs, just to get them. So <laughs> long story short, like I ended up having to play with the, the backup set I had. And I didn't do too bad, like Claude said, but I think it's a set of all, MP64s or whatever. Um, but for this weekend, when I came home yesterday, I'm like, we're getting these clubs out today. So, <laughs> Sunday, so this is Sunday, Sunday, May 17th, I'm like, all right, I'm doing this. So Keisha sees me with three hangers, and I'm basically <laughs> twisting them together to make this one because the one hanger wasn't strong enough it was too flimsy so i twisted four <laughs> hangers together i got electrical tape and i'm wrapping it up she's like what are you doing so she's clowning me like yo we got triple a just call triple a it's been done right now i said no i can do this i will do it i will not lose she said, oh, okay i support you in that tone that says i don't support you and i'm waiting for you to come right. back in here and tell me that we need to call triple a so i'm wrapping it up i get lotion because i'm thinking that's gonna help me like lube it up now this part <laughs> This, for for context, this Nissan that I have, this is like my sort of beater car for the city. I don't really care about dinks and dunks. I just want to make sure it runs mechanically, right? So I'm not mm. tripping on like the scratches on the door. Little Aste- stuff. Aesthetics. No, 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 no. So I go out there with two screwdrivers and try to pry open the door and get this thing in here to pull the lock open. And that's not working. So then I go in the house. I get a big, <laughs> I have this probably three foot long yellow, bright yellow crowbar. So I'm sitting there in the visit. Now, this is the visitor parking lot. This is sort of like across the street. And I'm like prying this door open to get this thing in there. Um, a little bit ashy because I've just been in the house all day. I got shorts on. <laughs> it, I just, it's just a bad look all the way around. And then there's these cars there that are next to me from people who are visiting someone in the neighborhood. And one of the, like a, a family is walking back to that car because I hear their car unlocked next to me. And I turn around like a, and I'm hype on espresso, <laughs> by the way. I'm like super keyed up on espresso. So I turn around like all jittery or whatever, like, oh, hey, how you doing? And they're just kind of like looking. I was like, I got to get my clubs out. Like as, as, if, as if this family who I've never met understands anything, who, who I am, right. clubs, exactly. what clubs. Yeah, so they're like looking at me all suspicious. And I was like, I'm, bro, if you could just imagine a car with like a four foot crowbar just hanging out the top of the door. <laughs> I'm sitting there very carefully like playing a, one of those little uh, crane games at like a, like a right. or something. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get the lock or whatever. And I'm like, everything, you know, and I just kind of, they just kind of look at me very nervously and laugh and nod and get in the car. <laughs> and drive out. So that was my, uh, that's part of the reason I missed some of the tournament because I was out there fighting with that. Uh-huh. But I did get it. I got it open. 
No. Uh, got, the, got the hood popped or whatever. Whoever, whoever works at Nissan that made the key fob with a mechanical key that doesn't work when the battery's dead, you should be fired. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. I was like, well, why didn't you just uh, – I'm trying to understand why you couldn't get in there. That's what I – okay. Now yeah, you, that's it. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, like the battery's all the way dead, but for some reason when you slide the little mechanical key out and there is a hole on the on the driver's side, it just turns right. – it doesn't engage the lock or anything. And I looked it up, and it's it's a thing with like uh, uh, Nissan's up to like okay. a certain year or whatever, so it's, it's kind of dumb. What's the point of it? Right. That's crazy. <laughs> and, and what's funny is, is what made me laugh when Verb was telling the story is the fact that when they looked at him, he, he says, I've got to get my gloves out. <laughs> like, he doesn't say the obvious, like, lock the keys out or, or, or the key right. doesn't work. I've got to get, you know what I mean? Or, you know, or, this or is anything. my car. <laughs> right. This is my car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a thief. <laughs> so, and so here's the other thing, too, because they're visitors to this. They have Virginia plates. So I feel like they're going to go back and be like, yeah, we can't. We got to be careful when we go over Cousin Ronnie's house over there. They're going to be <laughs> <laughs> squirrely looking crackheads out there breaking into cars in bar daylight with crowbars. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> wow oh, and crazy. Uh, but anyway, LB. <laughs> you got a chance to go out last weekend, Mother's Day weekend, and play yes. at Rattlewood. You were going to yeah. do Falls Road, um, but that changed. Yeah, so Vern and I were going to play uh, Falls Road Mother's Day morning. We had an early tea time, which mm-hmm. I'm trying to get Vern to come out of, at least at least push back an hour. Yeah. But at that point, we had a 6, 7, something. 7.30, 7.30. 7.30 tea time. And uh, because, it, it's, because uh, spring had not completely sprung yet, uh, there were still frost delays on that Sunday, so we couldn't. They they basically they basically told us, uh, yeah, you can come, but you may not play because if there's frost. We're, not, we're gonna push the tee times back, right. and the tee times that were behind us were already booked. So I'm assuming we would have just been short. Right. Um, so we so we canceled that round, and then I was sitting around the house moping a little bit, <laughs> and my and my wife actually had a really good suggestion. She said, well, why don't you just go play? And I went. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hey, you know what? That's that's not a bad idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> code, code for get get away from me, moping. Exactly. <laughs> hey, code for take you and your stinky attitude out of the house yeah. for a while. Yeah. Hey, so, hey uh, I've got a great idea. Why don't you still leave and go <laughs> right. and right. leave me here by myself? <laughs> it's a win-win situation, right? That's right. So, uh, so I looked online, and it was a, it was a, it was a. Um, I don't live about, I guess, about maybe eight miles from Rattlewood. Um, so uh, they had a good, I had a decent tea time. So I ended up playing with two guys um, named uh, John and Steve. They both work at APL. Yeah, which is the John Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory, oh, which is a place where I used to work uh, a decade, uh, two decades ago at this point. What was it? Three. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Man, I'm getting old. Exactly. Two and a half, two and a half decades ago. You had um, a birthday. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but yeah, nice guys. So they, they play in the APL. They have their own uh, golf league uh, within that organization. So they play on that league. And I, I was paired with them. Uh, at Riderwood, everybody has their own cart, so that's you know that's cool. We did socially distant uh, uh, golfing, and at Riderwood, they have the phone like now at at uh, Blue Mash, they had that metal device inside the cup, so that your ball wouldn't go in it, wouldn't mm-hmm. go all the way in, inside the cup. Right. At Riderwood, they had the phone sticking out of the cup, about you, you know it. four or five inches, right? Right. So so it's sticking up out of the out of the cup. So I like that better. 
Yeah, so here's the deal. So I saw 83 at, at Riderwood. Now, <laughs> nice. one of the reasons I believe I did that, and it, it is what it is, because I felt so much more confident in putting. Mm-hmm. Because that foam is sticking up there. It looks like it's <laughs> as big as a – I mean, even though it's the same size as the hole, visually, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, it, I just felt more confident taking my stroke at that cup. And you don't sure. have to get, and you don't have to put it in. You just got to hit it, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. So you know you can you can put some muscle behind your putts. Your putts are never short because you're <laughs> trying it right. Because you're trying to hit it. You know what I'm saying? Right. right so right. the confidence in your stroke is is much different than trying to get your stroke to fall into a cup as opposed to hitting a, a, a object. Right. Um, so that's what I attribute my score to. Um, but I, I mean, I did hit some nice shots, but. But the putting was definitely much better um, at that at that um, that day. Uh, and actually, I had a couple lost balls on number five. I don't know if you remember. There's a par five uphill, and then you have a par three, and then there's another par four right before you get to the one over the water. Um, and you can't see the fairway from the tee shot. So I hit a good shot, but we just couldn't find the ball. Okay. We, we just we just we just tried to, you know stroke stroke here stroke there. Um, but a really nice round, really nice guys to play with. They were funny to me because uh, – let me make sure I get the names right, Steve and John. John, okay, yeah, so Steve, like, loves to play golf all the time. And John is like – he's like, yeah, hey, whatever, I'll play when I can play, you know. And every time Steve would do something stu- – I'm going to say stupid, but he would make a bad shot or get mm-hmm. mad about a shot, John would secretly look at me and giggle. <laughs> 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 and Steve – and Steve is going off over in the other side of the green by his his poor play. Hey, John is just John finds that very humorous. Let me say it that way. <laughs> funny, funny. Yeah, funny. but it was a it was a good round. It was a little cold at first, but it um the, the weather got better toward the back. Um, and the course is in great shape, like all of the courses are now, because they hadn't been they haven't been used, and we've gotten a lot of rain. So yeah, um, there's no excuses for any course right now to be in bad shape. Uh, Does Rattlewood so, yeah. still have that executive non-hole course there too? No, you're talking about Needwood. Oh, Needwood. Okay, yeah, I think about Needwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Needwood has two. Yeah, and Rattlewood is up past um right Ooh, before bro. you get to seven. No, right before you get up uh 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 off twenty off twenty seven, which is Ridge Road. Right before you get to seventy. Okay. It's just north of Damascus. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got yeah. It. So yes, they decent course. Uh, uh, they were doing the socially distant. You know. Uh, you pay online, you go to the starter, you don't even go inside the starter, tell him your name, and he, he has an iPad, and, yep, you're here, you're straight. There's your golf cart there, and go play. And, right. hell, there's one, no warm-up at that time. The Rangers were closed, closed in Montgomery County uh, golf courses, so we played cold. There was no, you know, there was no uh, no range time at all. You, just, you shot a cold yeah. 83, though. That's pretty good. And, yeah. yeah, I was really happy with that. And, I, and then I go to Blue Mash and warm up and everything and shoot <laughs> and shoot and shoot 91. So, I mean, what the hell, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. Right. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> do I practice golf or not practice? Yeah. That's how it is, man. Golf. Yeah. But listen, we can't complain, man. We got golf uh, on yeah. TV. We got golf that we're playing coming up this weekend. There's a couple rounds that, that, that uh, might have happened. I think it's a Saturday and maybe Memorial day. We'll see mm-hmm. how we can work it all out. Um, but oh. yeah, man, we can go ahead. No, one more thing. I did go to uh, Olney Golf Park uh, one day this week, uh, Thursday. I went Thursday evening to Olney Golf Park. They are they are back open. 
Nice. Two couple things about them. One, they have taken away every other mat, upstairs oh. and downstairs. Okay. Uh-huh. Now they were already a good eight feet apart. <laughs> I don't know why you had to take out the ones in the middle. I mean, oh. it really seems overkill to me. I mean, I'm and I'm being honest. I just don't sure. think that was necessary to to get the six foot separation. You know, right. to take out every other one. So now it's crowded as hell um, <laughs> because, because they, they've taken away half of the spots, you know. Yeah. Um, the upside is the new mats have arrived at Old New Golf Park. <laughs> maybe, 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 they, uh, maybe they took them away because they can only afford to have the mats. So they try to be straight. <laughs> oh, this is for socially distant golf. It's like, hey, we only got like half these mats, Chief. <laughs> right. <laughs> It could be, it could be, but the the new mats are very nice. I will give them credit. The new mats are very nice. I did see Brendan; he was teaching somebody outside. I didn't get a chance to to speak to him, but he was out there. Um, nice. So, so Olney Park. If you if you're in that area, and you need a, a place to go practice. The uh, Olney Golf Park is open and, and ready to take your money. And their <laughs> prices ha- their prices have not increased. They're the same price they've always been. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't uh, you know try to go just like everybody else, but. They, they're, they're doing normal. <laughs> there we go, folks. And so we'll have some more golf to report back next week, man. We're going to get out and play. Hopefully you guys can get out and play as well. And uh, by the way, Golf DMV brought to you in uh, part by Cash A Spine Sports, the official uh, chiropractor of Golf DMV. You can check out our website, golfdmvpodcast.com. Uh, scroll to the sponsor and friends of the show section, and you get all the information you need there about Cache Spine Sports. All right, folks, we'll check in next week. Thank you.